You're listening to Language Cast's Football Podcast. Hello, my name is Damon. I'm in hot and humid Tokyo, and we're waiting for a typhoon to arrive tomorrow. And I'm hoping down the line is Damien, all the way over the Asian and European continents in London. Hello, Damon. Good to hear from you. Although、uh, I hope the typhoon doesn't batter you too much.、Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Now I'm sure.、Uh, now I'm not sure, rather, how many of our listeners know about the Irish sport of hurling. But、uh, I'm in a really good mood after the All Ireland hurling final last Sunday, where my home county Tipperary defeated arch rivals Kilkenny. It was a wonderful victory indeed. Now, don't worry, Damon. We won't be talking about hurling in today's show. But what do we have this week? Well, first of all, congratulations! What a fantastic victory for the tip. Yes, it was great. <laughs> okay, so now on the show, we're going to start our show this week with our good, the bad, and ugly section, with three news stories from the beautiful game this week. But before that, we have a quick question for you, our listeners. Now, as everyone knows, the big game this weekend in the Premier League is the Manchester derby, and so what we want to know is what were the two scores from this game last season. What was the score when City hosted United, and also in the reverse fixture at Old Trafford? And we'll have the answer at the end of the show. Okay, well, let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I'm going to start with good. Now, in last week's quiz, we told you that、uh, Gibraltar and Kosovo were the two sides making their debuts in World Cup qualifiers, and though Gibraltar lost one four to Greece, the Kosovans managed a creditable draw away in Finland for their first ever World Cup point. It was also good for Saudi Arabia, Australia, and Uzbekistan as they all began their World Cup campaigns in Asia with two victories out of two. In South America, it was a good week for Brazil as they beat Colombia two-one to record their second win in five days to move into second place alongside Argentina, and now are only one point behind the leaders Uruguay. Yes, well done to those teams, and also to Ireland who drew two-two away in Serbia in Group D in Europe to claim a valuable point, and also、uh, well done to the Minos from the Faroe Islands who held Hungary. To a draw in their Group B game, while we shouldn't forget Big Sam's debut as England manager when they scored in the last seconds away at Slovakia to register their first win of the new manager's reign. How about bad, Damon? What was not so good for you this week? Well, eight weeks ago, Portugal were defeating their host France in the final of the 2016 European Championship. But neither side made a good start to their respective World Cup qualifying campaigns. France were held to a scoreless draw by Belarus in Group A, a group that also includes Sweden, Bulgaria, and Holland. Meanwhile, Portugal were defeated away in Switzerland 2-0 in Group B, which was a real shock for the newly crowned champions of Europe. Two bad results for two favoured teams. Yeah, there. It's going to be difficult to qualify from European groups with only one team certain of making it to Russia. So, it's it's going to be tough for both teams. Yeah. Yeah, bad start for them. What about Tegley? Well, Damon, I might be biased here as a Spurs fan, 
But Slovakia's captain Martin Skirtle's constant fouling on England striker Harry Kane was rather ugly indeed. He received a second yellow card eventually after a stamp on the Tottenham forward that left his side down to 10 men and then allowed England to grab that late win. Now next up we are focusing on some of the football language from the week. And there was one phrase from the World Cup qualifier between Ireland and Serbia that uh, caught my eye. That was soft penalty. Now, as you know, referees award penalties for an infringement or a foul in the penalty area. For example, a defender may handle the ball or foul an opponent, but sometimes it's not always easy to make these decisions. We use the phrase soft penalty to describe a situation when a referee gives a penalty that should not really have been given. Perhaps a player had dived or pretended to win the penalty. Now, the opposite of soft penalty would be a stonewall penalty, which is a clear penalty with no doubt attached to it. Any other language, Damon, caught your eye this week? Well, yes, there is. Another football phrase that football fans may have come across this week is hex, which is short for hexagonal. And this refers to the final playoff group in the CONCACAF region for teams in North and Central America. Hex refers to the number six. A hexagon is a shape with six sides, and as there are six teams remaining in the competition, it's known as the hexagonal. Now, the USA and Honduras both qualified for the hex this week, and they joined Mexico, Panama, Trinidad and Tobago, and Costa Rica to see which three teams will make it to Russia in 2018. Anything else, Damien? Yes, there's one more thing. Uh, Damon, this week sees the start of the Paralympics in Brazil. And I just wanted to highlight the two football tournaments taking place there. Now, one is uh, five-a-side, that's uh, teams of four plus a keeper, who are visually impaired. And this means that they may not have their full sight. And so players have to rely on their coaches and the keeper, who is the only one on the team who does not wear an eye mask, for their instructions. Now, Brazil are the holders and favourites, but teams such as Spain and Argentina will also fancy their chances of a medal. And what's the other competition? Well, yes, the other one is a seven-a-side tournament for players with cerebral palsy, and that's a neurological condition, so connected to the brain, and it's also for other brain injuries as well. And here we have Russia, Ukraine and the Netherlands as favourites for a medal here. And we'll be following both of these tournaments in our upcoming podcasts. Now remember, if you come along to our site here at languagecaster.com, you can find a massive collection of more football terms, phrases, vocabulary and football cliches in our language glossary. Yeah, and if you have more words and phrases you think we should add or want explaining, then contact us at admin at languagecaster.com. Don't forget, you can also follow us on Facebook. That's Learn English Through Football. We had lots of new follows and likes this week, uh, including Matt and Meadie and Mark and Abed and Contar. Uh, while on Twitter, where our handle is at languagecaster, we'd like to say thanks to all those who've contacted or retweeted us over the past few days. 
Now, our social media presence is increasing as we also have a new Instagram account where you can see lots of football photos from the Language Caster team. Now, Damon, your last photo that you posted was taken at a referee's training day in Tokyo. Is that right? That's right, indeed. I spent a whole Sunday from nine in the morning till half past five in the afternoon training for my first refereeing qualification. And I think that allows me uh, to referee at the level of uh, city uh, league level or younger. Uh, so I'm quite proud of the fact that I can uh, dish out yellow cards and red cards willy-nilly. That's fantastic stuff. Congratulations on that. Um, I wonder if you would have given such a soft penalty in that game between Serbia and Ireland. I doubt it. I've got uh, very great vision and I probably would have seen it was a dive and uh, given a yellow for simulation. <laughs> now, Damien, it's time for this week's predictions. Yep, that's right. Uh, next up, we have our predictions battle, in which both of us will try and predict some of the big games that are taking place this weekend. So, after a short international break, the Premier League predictions are back. And remember, you can take on both Damon and myself in our online predictions competition. Simply come along to our site here at languagecaster.com, log in for free, and you can see the predictions competition. It's at the top of the menu bar on our site. And of course, just make your choices. It's three points for a perfect score and one for the right result. Now, the current overall leader in the competition is still Cure from Burma with 27 points, followed by you, Damon, that's Tokyo Red, and then myself and Jose, and that's the top four. But we've also divided the competition into months, so if you haven't entered your scores yet, don't worry, you can still do so for the September month coming up. By the way, Damon, you did really well last week in the international games as you correctly predicted a 1-0 away win for England, a win for Brazil against Colombia, and you also said that Ireland would draw away in Serbia. Top predicting skills there. How about this week? Well, this week we've got three games to talk about on the show, and the first is, of course, the Manchester derby between City and United. Damien, what do you think? Well, both sides have a 100% record. Both sides are playing well under their new managers. And, of course, no love lost between Jose and Pep. So I'm going for a draw. 1-1 one, one for me. How about you? Um, no, I've got a feeling that uh, Manchester City are going to slip up here. And I think Manchester, yep, I think Manchester United are going to win a pretty exciting game, 2-1. Now that's our first game, and in our second game, we feature the champions Leicester, who travel to a new look Anfield in what is a mouth-watering game. Damien, what do you reckon? Damien, Liverpool have been playing well, and they'll be really excited to play their first home game of the season after their refurbishments or upgrade to the stadium. I reckon they'll beat Leicester 2-1. What do you think? Um, I've got a feeling this is going to be a headline game. I think it's going to be Liverpool stamping their authority by beating the champions 3-0. Wow. OK, well, our last game of the week sees Swansea City hosting Chelsea. What do you think? 
Well, I think this is going to be a headline game. No, I'm just joking. But I do think, actually, Chelsea are going to thump Swansea City 4-0. Yep, I agree. Chelsea will be too good for the Swans. 3-0 for me. Now, what do you think, listener? What do you think will happen in this week's games? Come along to our site at languagecastle.com and let us know. And don't forget to join our predictions competition or indeed our fantasy football competition. We can be found at the Premier League Fantasy Football site and sign into the Language Castle League by using the code, are you ready for this? 968273-255268. We now have 13 players. Uh, welcome to Marco and Michael recently. How are you doing in the league, Damien? Uh, not too good, actually. I'm down in 10th place. And thanks to Sergio Aguero's three-match ban that we spoke about last week, I think I'm going to have to make a transfer. Who should I play up front with Harry Kane? Uh, that's a good question. I just think he should play Harry Kane up front on his own with three behind. Nice. By the way, Brendan Rovers is at the top of the league after 64 points last time out. And he's followed by Crazy Old Man Gang and Gleason's Ear Guard. And I'm in 12th place, just off the bottom. Right then, just before we go, here's the answer to the question we asked at the start of the show. What were the two results from last season's Manchester's derbies? Damon, as a Liverpool fan, I'm sure you remember them very, very well. Not at all. No idea. <laughs> um, the first game at Old Trafford ended in a scoreless draw 0-0, while the match at the Etihad finished 1-0 to Manchester United. A Marcus Rashford goal claiming all three points for the Red Devils. Now, that's all we have time for this week, so enjoy all of the football, everybody, and I hope your team does well. Don't forget to drop us a line or ask a question on our football language forum here at languagecaster.com. Yes, enjoy all the football and see you next week when we'll be looking back at some of the big Champions League stories, including Spurs... 2005. Including Spurs' home match against Monaco at Wembley Stadium. And, of course, we'll be following the Paralympics from Brazil. Bye-bye. Yeah.